The following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. Welcome, welcome today. We're so glad to have you here. Uh, welcome to Life Group Sunday. Woo! Um, I am uh, I'm excited. I am pumped up. And uh, mainly because I'm pumped up on barbecue. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, um, so I've got a men's group. Actually, I'm a part of two life groups. Uh, myself and my wife are leading with Ryan and Gracie Spell, uh, Love and Respect for Marriage. But I got a Wednesday morning men's group, and I got a little bit of reputation on the line for our, our, my food for my table. So I was up all night long cooking a uh, 65 pound half hog on my grill. And uh, so come to my table. That's all I'm saying. And uh, there's some good food at my table table. Um, uh, anyway, we're so glad that you're here. Um, really, I'm jacked up still from that last song we sang. Wow, what a great song. I am who God says I am. Uh, that is great news this morning. Uh, let me explain uh, Life Group Sunday uh, just a little bit. For those of you who've never experienced it, you maybe have been coming just you know this past semester over the summer, or you're new today. Um, our service in here uh, is going to be just a little bit shorter uh, than normal. And uh, then we are all going to take a field trip uh, outside to the big life group tent. And underneath that tent, you're going to have an opportunity, as Ryan said, to check out all the different groups. There's going to be a table uh, representing uh, each uh, booth, a, a table, a booth representing uh, each life group. And it kind of follows along uh, with the catalog inside your bulletin today. Um, and so, now this is important. If you have children... Uh, over in our Coastal Kids building. Do not, do not go get them immediately when we dismiss in here today. Again, our service is going to be shorter. Theirs will not be. Theirs will be uh, going on just like normal. And so if you go and get your kids after the service is dismissed, um, you will be interrupting their normal ministry time. And our children's director, who happens to be my wife, will not be happy with me. Okay, so you got to make a little promise to me. Now, what we will do, what we promise we're going to do is in the tent, uh, we've got a, a little bullhorn and we'll, we'll make an announcement saying now is the normal time to go get your children but now you got to do me a favor you got to go get them okay so uh leave the tent at that point if you've got children and go pick them up because uh those teachers will be ready to come out to the tent as well uh so that's what's going to be happening now in the tent again there'll be a table a booth representing each individual life group and again the tables will be in order go ahead if you do me a favor pull out your life group catalog uh it's there inside your bulletin. It looks really big. Um, and so the tables are going to be in order uh, according to the day of the week, and they're going to follow right along with that catalog. So what, what's going to happen is when you go outside, you can just, you know, go right through the catalog, and you can stop and uh, meet, the, meet the leaders of each, uh, each table, each group, and ask any questions that you might have. And you can enjoy a lot of great food, not just my booth, uh, but there's snacks at each table, so that's exciting. And, uh, and most importantly, most importantly, this is what it's all about today, uh, you'll have a chance to sign up for a life group. That is really uh, what today is all about. There are three ways to sign up for a life group, but you only have to do it one time, one way. Okay. In other words, once you've signed up for a group, some of you have already signed up uh, online, uh, you're signed up. And you can sign up online from our website. Some of you have already done that. Uh, you can sign up from your Connect card this morning. In fact, if you pull out your Connect card as well, there's a little blank there for you to write down the name of your catalog according, or name of your group according to the catalog. You can sign up there. 
or this morning, if you'd like, you can wait and sign up at the table themselves and uh, you know, talk to the leaders and, and do all of that. Um, in fact, again, let me cut to the chase and tell you really what the, the purpose of today's message is and what I want to see happen today as a result of us being together. I want you to join a life group. Okay, that's it. It's as simple as that. I want to challenge you to get connected here at Coastal Community Church and join a life group. So, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, what a group is, let's talk a little bit about that. What are life groups? So, life groups are small groups of people, typically uh, 10 to 20 people or so. It really kind of depends on the type of group, the size does. Uh, but the groups meet once a week all over Charleston. Many of the groups this semester meet here at the church and on our, on our campus, uh, but some meet in people's homes. Uh, as you can tell from the catalog, they meet on different days, and they're studying or doing uh, different things. We've got everything in that catalog from a volleyball group to sewing to basketball to Charleston history. Uh, we've got Bible studies, book studies, uh, men's groups, women's groups. There's literally something uh, for everyone. Now, no matter the focus, all of our groups have some things in common. All of our groups pray together, and all of our groups have at least some sort of devotion where the Word of God, God's Word, is applied to your life. So I want to challenge you today to make the time. You know, I, I, the reality is everybody in this room thinks, I, I'm just so what? Busy. Everybody's busy. You know what? You, can, you have time to do what you choose to do. And I want to challenge you to reprioritize your life, to make the time, and to get in a life group for a semester. Now, I know we call them life groups, but you're not signing up for life, by the way. It's just a semester. Anybody can do anything for a semester. Our semesters kind of follow along with the school semester. Uh, so this is like the fall, winter semester, really about 8 to 12 weeks. That's it. Uh, some groups are longer, some are shorter, but in general, from 8 to 12 weeks. And they're all going to start... Uh, the second week of September. In fact, they're going to kick off on the Sunday of our big day, September the 16th, and they're going to end uh, right around the end of November or the beginning of December at the latest. So I want to challenge you to do that. Why? Well, at Coastal, we believe that we were created for community. You know, that's, it's in our name, right? Coastal what? Community Church. What does that mean? That means that we were made for relationships. We were made to do life together. The Bible says this from the very beginning in Genesis 2.18. It is not good for man to be alone. What does that mean? It means that we were made to have a love relationship with God and with people. With people. We were meant to, to live that out together, to do life with one another. That's a value here at, at, at our church, at Coastal. That's important to us. Church is not a place you attend. Did you hear that? Church is not a place you attend. It is a group of people that you're connected with. It is a family that you're a part of. You see, I really believe that people today are not just looking for a friendly church. They're looking for friends. Now, we try to do the best job we can to be that friendly church, to be welcoming, to create a warm environment, but people really are looking for more than that. The need deep down in their soul is not just to attend a friendly place. It's to get connected. It's to do life. It's to have friends. 
And at Coastal, we believe that one of the best places for that to happen, one of the best places for you to build potential friendships are in these things called life groups. Our life groups are great places to, to meet new people, to hang out, to have fun, to grow in your faith, to share with one another, to pray with one another. Yes, to eat, <laughs> to serve. We have a lot of serving groups. All of our groups serve. To learn, all the while growing in and living out your faith. But not only do they give you an opportunity to grow in and live out your faith, they also give you an opportunity to share your faith, to share your faith. And that's what we're going to be talking about together uh, over the next several weeks as we lead up to our big day on Sunday, September the 16th. And that is actually, as well, the start of our life groups. But over the next several weeks leading up to that, we're going to talk about sharing our faith and making an impact where you live, work, and play. That's our theme this year, impact. And so on Sunday, September the 16th, we're asking you, we're encouraging you, challenging you to pull out all the stops and to do whatever it takes to get your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, family, your one. You know, that one person in your life, and for many of you it's several people in your life, but we call them your one that you're reaching out to and that you're praying for and that you're building a relationship with. And you're going to invite them in to come to church on that day. In fact, uh, to make room for everybody that we're uh, inviting, uh, that we're reaching out to, in fact, uh, we're actually sending out a very large uh, mailing uh, that week before the big day uh, to all of uh, James Island, John's Island, West Ashley. And uh, to make room for everybody, we're actually um, changing our service times for that day and we're having three services, okay? So this is important to remember. 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30. Those are going to be our services that day. And all of our life groups are going to begin that week. We're kicking off a brand new series that day from the book of James, and we're calling the series Losing My Religion. In fact, here's the, uh, the graphic for the series. Uh, in fact, that looks just like my son, doesn't it, by the way? I think that's him. Anyway, um, you know, the reality is many people today has, have lost faith in organized religion. Would you agree with that? I mean, they really have, and we've given them good reason to, the truth is. And they got all kinds of reasons for not attending church, but I believe that lack of faith usually isn't one of them. See, I believe that a lot of them are actually wanting a relationship with God. They're wanting to figure that out. They're wanting, they're wanting to see faith really put into action. And what that looks like, and not just talking about it. I think there's a lot of people out there today that are wanting to be a part of a movement of people, you know, that, that really is making a, a real difference in our community and in our world. Well, that's what Coastal is all about. And that's what this series, Losing My Religion, is going to be all about, putting our faith into action. And so on Sunday morning, September the 16th, we're going to give you uh, and your friends and your neighbors and people that you invite, we're going to give everybody a tangible opportunity to do exactly that, to put your faith in action. That's going to be really cool. On that day, we're, we're going to have some uh, tents outside, not the big ginormous tent, but we're going to have tents outside on our campus where you can uh, sign up to give blood to the Red Cross. 
You're going to have an opportunity to bring uh, food for our food bank that feeds the hungry and hurting here in our community week in and week out. And once a month for Saturday Serve, it feeds uh, about 100 people, uh, mainly homeless people in North Charleston. You're going to be able to bring uh, toys and supplies uh, for Operation Christmas Job. Many of you have been doing that already, and we're going to say, hey, pull out the stops and bring it on the 16th. You know, last year we, uh, we gave away over 500 shoeboxes to children all over the world. You're going to have an opportunity to bring household items for Habitat for Humanity Restore that serves the underserved of our, of our community. In other words, what I'm saying is that on that day, there are going to be multiple opportunities for you to be a part of something uh, bigger than yourself. It's going to be an opportunity for you and your friends and the people that you bring and your coworkers to, to really feel like they can make an impact in our community and in our world. You see, one of the purposes for your life is that you were made to make an impact. God wants you to share his love with other people, with your friends, your family, the people that you, that you work with and live with. He wants you to show his love to those who don't know Christ yet, to those who are not yet a part of his family. He wants you to share it and show it. Now why? Why does he want us to do that? Because God wants everybody in his family. You know, God's never made a person that he didn't love. God has never made a person that Jesus did not die for. You never look into the eyes of another human being that doesn't matter to God just as much as you do. So God wants to share that good news. Now, here's the awesome part, though. You're not alone in doing that. God actually wants us to do that in community as well with other people. In fact, listen to this verse. Philippians chapter 1, verses 4 through 5 says this. This is the Apostle Paul, and he's talking to a church in Philippi, and he says, I always pray for you, and I make my request with a heart full of joy because you have been my what? What does he call them? You've been my partners. You've been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. In other words, we actually share the good news of Jesus together. We do that in partnership with one another. We lock arms and, and we do that together. We're not alone. In fact, a little while later in the same chapter, uh, the Apostle Paul said this in verse 27. Listen to this. But whatever happens to me, you must live in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ as citizens of heaven. Now that's, that's great. And he's basically saying, hey, you're a believer. Now live like it. Like it. You're, you're, you're a citizen of heaven. You're not of this world. And then he says, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are what? What's the phrase? Standing side by side, fighting together for the good news. I want you to circle those two phrases there, standing side by side and fighting together for the good news. Here again, he's saying the same thing. Not only do we, you know, practice the one another's and live out our faith in community, but you know what he's saying here? We actually share our faith in community. And that's what I want us to talk about today on Life Group Sunday. I want to talk just a little bit about how we do that together. And uh, you know what role that a life group can play in that. Now again, to keep this 
a little shorter today and, and very simple. I really just want to give you one powerful way that a life group, a little group of people, enables you to partner together side by side with other people to help one another reach your friends, your family, your relatives, your, your co-workers with the good news of the gospel. And here it is. In all of our life groups, we pray together. We pray together. That's it. I know it sounds simple. But no matter the size or the type of group that you join today, and I believe most of you, many of you are going to do that, not only will you have the opportunity to pray for each other and the burdens that you carry each and every week, and I know a lot of you do, you came here today just carrying an un unbelievable, unbelievably large burden. And you got an opportunity in our groups to to pray for each other. But not only will you do that, but you'll have a chance to ask some other people in your life group to pray for your friends, to pray for those people in your life, your, your circle of influence that don't have a relationship of faith yet, you know, that aren't connected to the body of Christ. Don't you see that right there? That's how we do exactly what Paul was saying. That's how we stand side by side. That's how we fight together for the good news. It's through prayer. By the way, one of the best ways that you can show love to a coworker, family member, you know, somebody who's not even a believer yet, is to simply ask them this question. How can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? You know, the truth is that that's not very offensive. You know, in fact... Uh, people, even people who claim to be an atheist don't mind you praying for them many times. I mean, they'll say, well, sure, if you believe that, you know, uh, knock yourself out. You know, I'll, I'll use all the help I can get. Something like that. Because the reality is, everybody wants to pray, be prayed for. In, in fact, typically, they're, they're grateful for it. I mean, even today in, in the world in which we live and how terrible things seem to be, when a tragedy strikes, what, are, what is everybody saying? Pray, pray, pray. In fact, I have literally asked this question thousands of times over the years. No joke. How can I pray for you? And I've, I've never had a single person in my entire life say, oh, no, don't do that. Oh, no, 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 don't, no, don't pray for me. I don't need that. I don't want that. Never. Not one single person. Why? Everybody wants to be prayed for. So, you just say, hey, tell me what's going on in your life right now. How can I pray for you? You know, what's tough? What, what are you facing right now that, man, I could pray for you about? I could just ask God to help you in your life. And you know what? The cool thing is that is exactly what happens in each and every one of our life groups. Listen, you can't force anybody to love God, but you can pray for them. And you see, we believe that prayer can do what God can do. Prayer can melt a hard heart. Prayer can warm up a cold heart. Prayer can activate an apathetic heart. Prayer can change a stubborn heart. I've seen it done thousands of times. Prayer can do what God can do. 
You see, people can reject your arguments, they can refuse to listen to your logic, but they are powerless against your prayer. There's tremendous power in prayer. Colossians 3.4 says this, Pray for us that God will give us the opportunity to tell his message. You know, one of the things that we do uh, in our groups is that we pray for opportunities to share with our friends about the, the good news about God. We pray for opportunities to invite people uh, to church. And as we pray for those opportunities, do you know what happens time and time again? You start seeing them everywhere. Actually, you got lots of opportunities all around you. You just don't notice them. But write this down. Prayer makes me aware. Prayer makes me aware. In other words, when I start praying for my family, I start seeing the needs of my family. When I start praying for my friends and for my coworkers, I start getting concerned about my coworkers. I start seeing the needs of my friends. In other words, it changes me. It changes me. It changes my heart. And that's when you start seeing miracles. And let me tell you something. That is what you'll find in a life group. And so, here's what I want to ask you today. In fact, uh, all of our staff and uh, all the leaders of our church, all the life group leaders, they've already been involved in doing this. On the back of your Connect card this morning, go ahead and pull out your Connect card again. I want you to write something down. Um, I want you to write the name down of the person or persons, the names of people that you personally are going to be inviting to Coastal uh, for our big day. And in fact, do this for me if you would. Just write it there uh, on the prayer request uh, section on the back of your Connect card. You can write it right there. Um, our staff and um, our prayer team are, are going to be receiving those names, and we're going to be praying for you, and we're going to be praying for them leading up to our big day. Uh, in fact, typically leading up to a big day, um, I, I, we pull out a big uh, whiteboard, whiteboard in, our, uh, in our office, in our conference room, and we write the names of all of our staff down, and underneath their names, we put like uh, five blanks. And we go around the room and I say, listen, we want five names of the people that you're reaching out to, that you're inviting, because we want to set, set the example, we want to lead the way. And then um, on Sunday night, September the 9th, uh, it's 6 o'clock, Sunday night. We're going to have a special uh, Sunday night service. We're, we are going to have our, our normal services that morning, but we're going to have a special time of, of worship. We're also, actually, it's going to be an ordination service for Ryan, uh, our youth pastor. So we're excited about that. But we're also going to have a special time of prayer leading up to our big day on September the 16th. So I want you to be a part of that. We want to pray uh, for your friends and your family and the people that you're inviting. Now, why? You know, why pray? Why, why, why pray for people? Why pray for opportunities? Why are we even talking about, you know, reaching out to our community and, and, and our world and, and making an impact? Well, we certainly don't do it out of guilt or pressure. And, uh, you know, we don't want that. That's not what we're about here. And we don't do it to make God like us because we believe that God already loves you. We don't do it because we're better than anybody else because we don't believe that. You know, we're not. We're just forgiven sinners. But we do do it for three reasons. I want to give you these really quickly. First of all, number one, we have the greatest news in the world to share. 
You know, if I had the cure for cancer, I'd be shouting it in the streets. But I believe we got something even better than that. Forgiveness from my past, power and purpose for today, and a home in heaven for all eternity. You know, what is the good news anyway? The Bible says we're to share the good news. Well, here it is in a nutshell. Here's the good news. You are not an accident. You were made by God and for God. And he has a purpose and a plan for your life. You were made to last forever. And God wants you to live forever with him in eternity. But he wants you to get to know him and love him now here on earth. He knows everything about you and he loves you. He just wants you to love him back. But we've blown it. We've all messed up. The Bible simply calls that sin and it separates us from God. So God loved us so much that Jesus Christ came to earth not only so that you and I could get to see what God is like, but he died on a cross. He was crucified to pay the penalty for your sin and for mine. And so if you and I would put our trust in him and ask, and ask him to live and to reign in our lives, then everything you've ever done wrong is completely wiped away. It is forgotten and it is forgiven. And that gives you a purpose for living in the, in the, in the present. It gives you a home in heaven for all eternity. And that's good news. In fact, it's the best news in the world, and we believe that everybody ought to hear it. That's the first reason why we are committed to reaching out to our community and focusing outward, not just on us inward. The second reason is out of a heart of gratitude. You know, I really believe this. If God never did anything else for me, man, I still owe him everything. I owe him my life. I mean, just the fact that he has forgiven everything that I've ever done wrong, given me a home in heaven, given me a purpose for living, and he has blessed me in more ways than I could ever count. That means I owe him everything. So we do it out of gratitude. But then there's a third reason we reach out. And the Bible says this, God is love. We do it because of love. 1 John 4, 8 says this, whoever does not love does not know God because God is what? Love. Let me share something with you. When God truly comes into your life, you can't help but loving other people. In fact, I'll be real honest with you. If you don't love people, it might be that God's not really in your life. So let me tell you something. Everything we do here at Coastal, we do it out of love. And we happen to believe that these things called life groups, they just give you a tangible opportunity to do exactly that. To learn to love people. And to walk that out in relationships with others. And to reach out to people in love. I want to close with this verse. Listen to this. 1 Thessalonians 2.8. It says this. We loved you so much that we gave you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. Did you catch that? Did you hear that? 
life and love. Sharing the good news and our lives out of love. That right there is exactly why our church exists. To share and experience the life and the love of Jesus with Charleston and the world. And that is what you can experience in a life group. Life and love. The life and love of Jesus. And we hope and pray that you will share that with the world. Share that with your friends, neighbors, family, coworkers, and invite them to come on September the 16th. And I hope and pray that you will sign up for a life group today. It is possible that you are here today and you have not yet responded to the good news of the gospel. You have not yet placed your faith personally in Christ and what he did for you on the cross. Listen, here's the good news. You can do it here and now. What are you waiting on? Again, forgiveness for everything you've ever done. And that's what's needed, by the way. Jesus is our Savior. Forgiveness for everything you've ever done, purpose and meaning for your life here and now, and a home secured in heaven forever. All that and more is yours when you place your faith in Jesus Christ. I want to give you an opportunity to do that now as we pray. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, today thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us the way you do. Thank you uh, for our life groups. Thank you for all the relationships that that I've experienced and the stories and the three o'clock in the morning friends and the sharing and the laughter and all of it because I did life with a group of people in in a life group. And I just pray today that You know, many people will take that next step, you know, step out in that, you know, and just take a little risk and um, take that step of faith and join a life group where potentially all of these things and more are available. And listen, if you're here today and you're ready to come home, you're ready to come home in faith, just pray something like this. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I do believe. I believe that Jesus really is your Son. I believe that he went to a cross to pay for my sin. I believe that he rose from the dead to prove his power over sin and death. And I believe that he is alive. And today, God, I put all of my trust and faith in him and him alone. And I ask him to forgive me. I ask him to come into my life to be my Savior and to be my Lord. And Father, for the rest of my days, I just want to follow him. I want to become more and more like you see me now, forgiven, brand new, and clean. I am who you say I am, and I thank you for that, and I worship you for that. We love you, God, and I pray all these things today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal, or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, Check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.